previously on Roll for Initiative. After a short breather in the Loving Butcher, our adventurers prepared to begin scoping out the town for the circus when they bumped into a drunken bugbear. Rather than leave him behind, they sat with him while he sobered up, thanks to their shared interest in the slavers that he believed to be nearby. Once Buzz was sobered, the whole group left the tavern to find an orc posting a sign that the Blackstaff Traveling Circus had canceled its tour. Without missing a beat, the five re-entered the tavern following the orc to interrogate this other new arrival, ultimately following him into the jungle. Now, we find our heroes at the start of this trek to begin this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. So this uh, individual uh, who you have not asked the name of yet um, leads you all into into the town, into the streets, um, and streets are empty. There's no one here. Um, he turns and walks out to the east, uh, the way that he came into town, and you follow him, and you follow him through the jungle for a little while. Bef- um can I do something sure. while we're walking? I was just going to use my uh, Pearl of Power to get a fourth level spell. Go for back. it. That's all I was doing. Um, yeah, so he leads the lot of you um, deeper into the jungle silently. Um, and as you walk, uh, the sun kind of begins to set as it's as it turns from uh, late afternoon to dusk, um, making your way through the underbrush, you begin to see uh, in the distance after a few minutes of walking um, a a little bit of light. Uh, It's a small light flickering in the distance. Um, And as you walk, it gets larger and larger and larger until um, it is uh, large enough that you can determine that it is, in fact, a campfire. Um, as we're walking, I'm going to be trying to read this motherfucker's mind. Okay. And hear what his surface level thoughts are. Okay. Um, he is very consciously thinking about putting the next foot in front of the other. Uh, you can determine from uh, the time that you're in his brain that he is uh, definitely more nervous than he's letting on because he is surrounded by a group of what looks like battle-hardened adventurers that are all very threatening to him. Um, so he is just mm-hmm. doing what he needs to do. Okay. Um, do we want to stop before we get there? Or, like, as we see it's a campfire? Because I don't know if I just want to stroll right up to it. I'm ready. Anybody thoughts? I want to use um, my wisps to scout it. Invisible 
as invisibly as possible. Yeah, I think eventually I'll like when we get close enough to see that it's like a campfire, I think. I don't know how close that is, but I'm going to grab the back of this dude's shirt and stop him. Um, I'm going to. Is there anybody behind him that I could like whisper and talk to? Yeah, or kind I of. Am. Okay. I don't know. So I'm going to like him. I'm going to like fall back a little bit, whisper in Zimner's ear. Is, is it a good idea to maybe kill people in this camp? Like, would that would that drive away the circus? Uh, I don't know, but we might. We'll probably fucking do it because we didn't. We'll keep one alive. the The most in charge one will probably keep alive for questioning. But if nobody knows that they're dead, then. They can't. It can't drive them any further away, that can it? Is such a fucking awesome plan. And then he moves back <laughs> up. Um, I'm probing deep into this guy's mind, JJ. Okay, give me just a sec because I've got a lot of things to um, resolve from all of you right now. Okay. Timber, I need you to give orders to your wisps. Mm. Uh, by the way. Uh, I want you to know I came up with names for them. Okay, I will. I have uh, tokens <laughs> for them in Roll20, and I will rename them right now. One's named Snowflake, and the other is named Nutmeg. I love it. <laughs> okay. They are currently invisible. They're, they, they remain invisible until you tell them to uh, not be invisible when it comes to, uh, to doing stuff. Um, Snowflake, Nutmeg, do you mind uh, heading towards that campfire and telling us what's around there? Yes, we can do that. Thank you, Snowflake. Thank you, Nutmeg. Please be careful. Uh, and the the two of them uh, flit off in the direction of the campfire. I see what their movement speed is. Ten feet. <laughs> they move very slow. No, uh, they've got a, they've got faster movement speed than that. Okay, nice. Um, Zimner, you're probing deeper. What does this guy got to do? He has to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay, that is a twenty-one. That saves. Never mind. And he knows I'm trying to get into his mind. Yes. But I'm I'm doing this as we're like getting closer to the camp. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, Arian, you are reaching forward uh-huh. to grab this guy. I need you. Oh, it was a wisdom save. Sorry. A wisdom Wait, sorry, save. Sorry, it was a wisdom save. A wisdom save would yeah. be a nineteen. It probably doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Not much of a difference there. Uh I'll let it. I'll let it uh-huh. go. Um, Arian, <laughs> I need you to make a, an athletics check to grapple this guy. Uh, that is a 14? Yes. I'm going to uh, I'm going to dump six luck points to make it a 20. Well, he rolled a nat 20. Well, that's like similar mm-hmm. uh, yeah so here is the order of events that unfolds here 
Timber informs uh, Nutmeg and Snowflake of their duty. Uh, so they fly on ahead. They're invisible, so no one sees them moving that direction. Um, but Timber, you are vaguely aware of their whereabouts. Buzz, you have dropped back to speak to Zimner um, and are beginning your uh, steps back forward um, as Zimner is attempting his cast of the spell. The spell, um, or I guess not cast, the probing deeper part of things, the spell's already been cast. Um, the spell uh, fails as the slaver is able to push Zimber, Zimner out of his head. And the recognition that someone is trying to get inside his brain is enough to send this slaver um, sprinting away. And as Arian tries to reach out and grab him, you just narrowly miss his cloak um, as he sprints in the direction of the campfire. Roll for initiative. Star got a 19. Good. I thought you were about to say Blackstaff, and I was like, oh, okay, we're putting it out there. Blackstaff. All right, well, go. look at me. Look at yeah. this. I'm pulling the rug out from underneath you. I, I am, I'm duping you by making you think you're not going to fight Blackstaff, and then I'm duping you and by making you think yes. you're going to fight Blackstaff, and then I'm going to dupe you yes. again. <laughs> Gaslighting gatekeep. Gaslighting gatekeep. Girl boss. Gaslight gatekeep. <laughs> JJ, is my character in Roll Twenty? Yeah. Yes, um, your character is in Roll Twenty. Um, so now it's your guys' turn. Ari, and what'd you get for initiative? It's in the Roll Twenty. It's at four, baby. Yeah, I, I can see the number. I yeah, you say it for yeah. The I realized. Audience. I realized as I was saying it why you asked uh -huh. me. <laughs> yeah, Let yeah, me say it like, one hey, more time like for you. Actual ya. play, you bitch. <laughs> Uh, Dumbass. Uh, yeah, I got a four. Cool. Nine. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what'd you get? Uh, Timber got a fat nine. Wonderful. Zimner. Twelve. Twelve. And then Buzz. Buzz is rocking the fat 26. Nice, bro. Which is just so good. Which is so good. Um, so... The first thing that is going to happen as this combat encounter ensues, um, the individual that you have been holding hostage as he sprints away and kind of breaks his way into this clearing, um, clearing a little bit of distance from you guys, he yells, We got company! Um, first up in initiative order with a whopping 26 is Buzz. So I assume in the floating orbs are the wisps yes and they are currently invisible that's what the little ninja symbol there means where's the uh other guy is he like oh there's the oh those guys are blending in yeah. i couldn't really see uh, i'll ping the guy oh, that you okay, guys have been him. chasing um he's just labeled I as gray lamb them. yeah um so heard I just have to say, I love that as soon as I drop you guys into a new map, every time I see like 
four measurement tools all going to like every point on the map from each individual yeah, I one check, of you. Bro. Y'all are just checking. I gotta check. <laughs> I'm a range character, bro. I gotta measure this shit out. So I am currently five feet away from this guy, correct? Uh, yes. So let me um, address the the situation that you walk into so that our audience can see this lovely word picture. After this individual uh, busts his way into this clearing, uh, the rest of you follow suit, obviously. Um, and what you are able to see in front of you is a very small uh, campsite. Um, the light that was being produced is a very small campfire that looks like it's still got a dinner that's being cooked over it. Um, there's a small tent just past that campfire. Um, and right next to the campfire, you see a pair of individuals that are standing back to back. They are currently surrounded by two Vanderhobs and four more orcs, uh, two of which are dressed in significantly better equipment than the individual that uh, is making up the fifth orc that just sprinted into the clearing. Okay. <clears throat> So, Buzz moves in hot pursuit of what I believe to be the orc that was running away from us. And he's hot pissed because, you know, he kind of he he screwed up the whole fucking plan. So, he's going to try to do some stabby stabs on this little boy. And I'm going to roll the hit with my rapier. Okay. Dirty 20. I forgot that. Yeah, this Ooh. boy's got a 10-foot uh, reach. Dirty 20, you say? Yes, sir. That is a hit. Good, sir. Lovely. So Roll for damage. So, to start... Oh, well, that was a one. Say um, it. To, say to start, it. we're doing seven piercing damage along with... Give it to me. And uh, I, I will... Uh, let you know, uh, Cody, this guy has technically taken an action so far this combat um, uh, because I know your your bugbear thing mm. uh, since he started off the whole thing by sprinting into the clearing as a pseudo surprise round. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and do my seven damage to that guy. But then I'm going to... Eh, eh. I'm just going to do my 7 damage, and then I'm going to roll a hit again. Okay. Um, okay, he hasn't smite yet. Roll the hit, good sir. Uh, 24. Now we're all, also a hit. All waiting to see roll damage. Uh, 11. 11 more damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, actually, add 2 to... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay. Um... So, Buzz, you uh, sprint after this guy, uh, just a hair behind him, and uh, lash out with your lovely little rapier as you stab forward, um, dealing a couple of quick little glancing blows uh, into his back as he's running away from you. Is that it from you? I think for my bonus action... Sorry, I gotta read all this crap. New character. New characters are like that. Actually, yep. No. Yeah, I think I'm done. Save that for later. Um. So this individual, 
uh, stops what he's doing uh, and turns uh, toward you, Buzz, uh, and you watch uh, his his left hand as it reveals from under his cloak. He lances outward and a chain comes flying at you. Does a 21 hit. Yes, sir. Okay. You take uh, six points of piercing damage, uh, and this chain, it, it flies out toward you, and then it wraps itself around you. You are now grappled and restrained. Um, so you can use acrobatics or athletics to break out of that uh, on your subsequent turns. Um, and then he is going to uh, walk toward you five feet with his right hand uh, is going to reach into his cloak and draw a mace out. Wow. Rolled with advantage, rolled the same number both ways. Um, an 11. Miss. Yeah. As much as I figured. So he swings at you, um, but it's clear that you did enough damage to him that when he's when he comes down for that swing, it's like something catches in his back a little bit. Um, so the swing comes off to the side just a little bit and just blasts past you. Um, next thing that's going to go is uh, one of the Banderhods. Um, it... Okay. Um... So this Vanderhob, uh, you watch as its mouth opens and its tongue lashes out, um, and it sticks itself uh, directly to the the female of the two um, the two halflings that are standing in this clearing, um, and then it reels that tongue back in, and you watch it chomp down on this individual. This individual now has uh, half of their body inside the mouth of uh, this toad. Um, and is currently grappled by it, hanging there very limply. Um, next up in turn order is Balasar. Uh, so Balasar goes next, and he uh, brushes past you, Zimner, uh, and runs directly at the slaver that has currently got Buzz wrapped up. Um, he draws his warhammer as he does so and brings it down on this slaver. And the first uh, hit, uh, first attack that he makes connects with this slaver's shoulder, and you see a bright flash of light come out of his hammer. Uh, and then the second swing, uh, the slaver is more prepared for it this time and kind of deathly dodges out of the way. However, the slaver is now mutilated. Um, and now I got to get into more enemies that are all going to go at the same time. There are so many things that I have to do this encounter. Also doesn't help that I'm like making a bunch of attacks against NPCs because that's what these monsters would do. So like it, oh, it just leads to a lot of. You're you're playing D and D by yourself. Yeah, that's what it feels like right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll build what a, a little bit of what it feels like. JJ, how's the session going? <laughs> Great, dude. I'm playing a whole RPG on my own. Uh, so... <laughs> hey, let me know if we yeah, win. We'll just we'll go back for another drink. <laughs> um, this slaver uh, is going to turn uh, away from the fight that he's currently uh, orchestrating and witness um, as Balasar comes crashing down on one of his allies. Uh, so he... Uh, backs a little bit away from the the whole fight that's occurring, um, and he uh, extends his hand and utters some some words that are uh, entirely inaudible as this battle is taking place. And you watch a streak of red energy 
um, leave this individual's uh, finger, and it connects with Balasar's chest, and you watch as Balasar just totally seizes up. What's up, everybody? It has been far too long since I've been able to speak to any of you, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Um, I know that we had a recording uh, go up recently. I can't remember when exactly, and I know that that recording was like way off based on when it was actually supposed to be posted and stuff and all that fun jazz. But hey, we're back now. That's all that's really important because now you get to listen to my sweet, soothing, seductive voice while I tell you about all of the important things that you really should care about just as much as the rest of the show. Uh, the first of those things is our buddy, Eli, who is still looking to pursue a career in podcast editing. If you are interested in making a podcast, but don't really want to go through all the nuts and bolts and nitty gritty of like making the podcast yourself, he has requested that you reach out to him at his business email, editing 72 that's editing the number 72 at gmail.com, so that you can discuss pricing and you know if if you feel like you'd be a good fit for your role and with that we'll get into pre-recorded sponsor messages you can also follow us on social media at roll4.initiative on instagram that's roll the number four dot initiative on instagram and at roll four tweets on twitter that's roll the number four tweets on twitter if you tweet about us using the hashtag roll for tweets you might get a character on the show we like to look for new characters to be named after our friendly viewers that we love so very much and very dearly. And if you tweet about us, you'll get character on the show. We've had that happen a few times and we'd love for your name to be immortalized in our content. We as a group would like to thank you all so much for listening. It really does mean a lot to us. If you like what you're listening to, there's a few things that you can do to help us out. First, you can tell your friends about us. By telling your friends about us, it helps to grow the show because then they might start listening to us, even though we sometimes post fairly spottily. Hopefully we'll get ourselves figured out eventually. We're all in a very busy time of our early adult lives. The other thing that you can do to help us out is rate us five stars and subscribe to us on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on, either that whether that is Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or anything in between, wherever it is that you're listening to us, if there is an option for you to subscribe and an option for you to rate us five stars, we would greatly appreciate if you did those things. That helps people that you don't know and we don't know find out about us, which helps to grow the show. That is all that I have for this week, so I will speak to all of you lovely humans again in two weeks on October 28th, should everything go according to plan. And until then, enjoy the rest of the show. Um, and then I've got to do more dudes. So the first of these slavers uh, rushes the now paralyzed Balasar uh, and makes um, a couple. He draw. He's got his mace out. He comes running over and he beats down on Balasar twice, just kind of hitting him over the head like he's trying to knock him out. 
Um, the second of these slavers runs to behind you, Buzz, and is going to uh, attempt to do the same thing to your head. So first swing is a, an 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. So you're going to take uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. And then the second one is a crit. So you'll take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, I'm going to reaction uh, uncanny dodge. Or is that what? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I'm going to reaction uncanny dodge. Okay, so that cuts that cuts the the damage of that 14 one and a half, is that right? Yep. Okay, so it's just seven points there. He does he beats you over the head once, and then as he's going in for a second swing, you kind of dodge your head to the side some. Um, and what would have been a very painful blow to your head ends up landing on your shoulder instead. Zimner, it's finally someone else's turn other than me. Wonderful. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run. I don't know where the wisps are, right? Correct. You can't enter their space, though, because they are two sizes smaller than you. Okay. So I'm going to run uh, 30 feet to where one of the wisps is, right? Uh, So I'm in Balistar's radius. I am uh, 10 feet away from the first uh, slaver closest to me but I'm going to aim for the one behind him. Um, as I go, I'm, uh, I pull out Showtime in my left hand, actually, my off hand. Yeah, as I, as I start to run, I just, under my breath, I go, Showtime. And then I'm going to pull out my, in my main hand, my dagger of lightning. And I'm going to... Uh, throw it actually let's go let's go the javelin okay i'll bring out the javelin of lightning um and throw it at the slaver that balasar hit that's mutilated okay oh my god we finally have a javelin lightning javelin attack that isn't at disadvantage (laughs) right right oh my god (laughs) um so so i just go burn and throw it at him okay so then it's a dex save from Let's see, that is a, an 18 on his deck save. Uh, he saves, and uh, I rolled a natural one. Okay. So, um... Nice. That's fun. Yep. That's fun. Um, so, roll the... What's the... How does the save work? Is it half damage or just no damage? Um, it's half damage. Okay, so roll the, the half damage for the guy that you zinged. Nine, so four points of lightning damage. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Everyone else in that little squad of four dudes is now going to also make a deck save uh, because of your natural one. So Balasar fails because he's paralyzed. Um, I'm going to go double check how the restrained condition works. I think that's disadvantage, right? Restrained is disad on... Dex check. Okay, so uh, Buzz make a dexterity saving throw. With with disadvantage? With disadvantage, yes. Uh, I have an 18. You have an 18? Yeah. Okay, the 18 passes because that's what that slaver had. And then the second slaver also uh, passed. 
So uh, Balasar is going to take the full damage. The other group of the others and the quad are all going to take uh, four damage. Balasar also takes four damage because he's a lightning dragonborn. Oh, that's right. That's right. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you remember that because I've got too many things to keep track of. I was about to, yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, I hope he takes half because blue. Okay. Um. So the, the javelin flies past this group of people and then sticks into the ground, <laughs> uh, where I've I've denoted it there. <clears throat> I just go, oh fuck. Anything else from you? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna move forward um, because I gain an extra ten feet of movement whenever I attack, um, and I still yeah. got one attack. My uh, <laughs> that's Showtime the first time you've used that all campaign. Yep. Actually, second. Second time I remembered <laughs> it. I just found it out like two sessions ago. So I'm going to swipe with Showtime. Um, okay. You know what? You know what? Do I want to get in this? Yeah, I do. Fuck it. I'm going to use all 10 feet and I'm going to flank with Balasar. That's probably smart. And I'm swiping with Showtime. Um, I'm gonna swipe at his mid, his like lower back. That's a natural twenty. Oh, well, uh, doesn't matter what his armor is, then, huh? Baby, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I'm gonna blade flourish because I can. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make that a make that a slashing flourish, and so that's gonna be. Do you want fire separated? I don't think it matters for this guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter for this guy. So that's going to be 9, 12, 14, 28 points of damage to the first guy. And then the guy next to him is going to take uh, 4 points of slashing damage. Well, does the guy that crit... Does the crit count for the number rolled on the Bardic Inspiration die? As the... If I slash, um, are you adding it to damage? I'm gonna say yeah. that because the slashing fl- flourish lets you cut through to the next guy. Um, I'm oh, gonna say that weird. you crit on the first guy, but the crit doesn't like spill over to the second guy. That makes sense. Yeah, that does. Do I do a slashing? Yeah, I already said it. Slashing flourish. Um, okay, so that guy, that other guy, takes two points of damage. Two points of damage. Okay. The mutilated guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, and that's my turn. Natural yeah, one so, and natural twenty. Well, I well never mind, I guess it is a different time. It evens out. It evens well, out. Yeah. Okay. So uh next up in turn order is the other leader looking type slaver. Uh he registers where you all are at across the fire, uh backs away a little ways, uh and Extends his finger, also clearly uttering some words, and you watch another red streak of energy um, come out of his finger. But this time when it hits Balasar, it's just like a target symbol um, on Balasar's forehead, uh, Zimner, that you're able to witness. And then with this guy's other hand, he extends his uh, little crossbow that he's holding and fires off uh, three shots at Balasar. Okay, uh, two of those uh, shots find purchase in Balasar, and where they hit, you see a little a bright flash of red energy, uh, 
where they hit. Uh, the third one uh, sails a little bit long. And that's it for his turn. So now, uh, Timber, it's, it's your turn. Good, sir. Master's given Dobby a sock? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I can, I can only imagine what Aryan feels like right now. Oh. Timber, Timber, take that sock and fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Um, we're gonna go... Give me just one hot second. Um, I am moving. I'm moving 35 feet closer. Uh, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to attempt to cast Phantom Grapple. Grapple. Uh, I have to roll for this for an Arcana check. Okay. That is a total of 17. Which beats the 15, right? Uh, yeah, beats That's the 15. That's what it's supposed to be? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I am targeting this tree to my right. Uh, and so I'm going to basically yoink myself to that tree. Okay. Because uh, it's an immobile boink. object? Because <laughs> it is an immobile object, Yes. Uh, and sadly, I'm still out of 10 feet of range, so I can't use my melee can <laughs> trips, even after all of that. Um, all of that, those movement shenanigans, I love it. But it still only gets me not within melee range, so I have to use a range can trip, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but I am planning to use... Wait, was that your action to move over? That was my bonus action. Um, Are you 35 I, normally, or do you have the bonus action quick quick stride spring heal or whatever it is? Oh, oh wait, no, you're right. I messed up my movement because I should be 25, not 35. I gave myself 10 feet more than I should have here. One second. Yeah, no, I'm 25. I'm not 35. I don't have the range for that stuff. Okay. Well, then we'll just we'll move the we'll move the. We'll we'll instead of the instead of the phantom grapple, even though that would have been cool, we're gonna uh bonus uh quick step spring heal so I have forty-five movement. Uh and then we'll go back to the range cantrip I was going to use. Uh on the dude directly uh same one I was trying to target beforehand. Yep, one of the, the leader looking mm -hmm. orcs, right? Yes. Uh I'm gonna go with force dart this time. It okay. is a Valdus cantrip. Yep. What's that do? Uh, it's basically Eldritch Blast. Okay. Like it's not different, really, at all. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and roll a d twenty and add eight. Oh no! Wait, I should be adding nine. Ooh, six plus nine is fifteen. That is a hit. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Nice. What's this uh, look like? I'm trying to think of what what timber would throw specifically. Um, the way I imagine it, it's a what about an alphabet block. <laughs> he just throws an alphabet block. <laughs> I was trying to think of like uh, like can you imagine a uh, like a you know those like nerf like bow and arrows like those foam darts oh yeah mm -hmm. that's what i was thinking of like or like a like a like a the football with like little swirly tail on the end that you like throw it and it spins mm. 
That's what I imagine he's throwing. He's throwing like a Nerf football at this guy. Kind of whistles. It just, and it, yeah, it's one of those whistling ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All of That's us collectively perfect. go, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> Dude, this... uh, I'm trying to figure out which tab I put. Oh, there it is. And now we're gonna roll damage. Okay. Yeah. Let's make sure I do this right. So three d tens at base. Add in my. It's just three d tens at base. Yeah. Eleven. Uh, it's level eleventh. This is. Oh, this is true. You are Yep. And then I get oh two God. bonus die, so five d tens. Welcome to War Mage. Uh, and then I add my intelligence to damage, which yep. I haven't been doing. And then that should be it, since I'm not doubling it. Yep. Uh, and then I should also ask, did I exceed his AC by five? I'm assuming I didn't. No. Okay, good, good, good. So then I don't add proficiency into it whatsoever. So it's just five, uh, five D10s plus five. Just five D10s. Just five D10s. Five D10s plus five. Uh, roll. 39 for oh high spike okay um so this dart goes flying after this guy it bounces off his chest um but you can see like the concussive force as it hits him um and as that happens the um the little like electrical red energy that's coursing over balasar um it dissipates uh after that happens killer <laughs> oh concentration checks are a bitch huh well, you're doing 39 <laughs> jesus <laughs> here's the thing this this dude rolled with advantage on that and uh the dice gods decided the dice gods decided that this guy was for sure failing because both dice rolled a three damn like naturally ah uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes yeah uh well done timber mm, thank you thank you thank you Next up is the uh, other uh, halfling that's down by the campfire, and he is going to uh, register that his wife is no longer directly behind him, um, and as he turns to see where she is at, um, he notices that she's in the mouth of a Vanderhob, um, so he moves over that direction and takes a swing with the uh, light hammer that he's got. Got so many books I've got to have open here. Yeah, that does hit. Cool. Good for that guy. Yeah, NPC. Yeah, you watch that hammer just flink a little bit of damage off of this thing. And now we are at Aryan. Okay. Um, how is that the dude that cast that spell on Bowser that just got slammed by Timber? How is he looking? Uh, he looks like he took a hit, but okay. he doesn't, like, he's not anywhere near mutilated. Okay. Well, I'm going to, uh, Aryan is going to, he's going to cast Far Step as a bonus action. Okay. And you're going to see, uh... Aryan begin to uh, he basically just passes into this like thick fog that appears around him. He's going to reappear um, about 10 feet away from that slaver that 
cast that spell uh, as he comes out of this. And he's like, guess who's in range now, bitch? And I'm going to ring of arc lightning. Okay. Start that chain. All right. I'm hitting him first. Okay. Oh, I don't think that's going to be high enough, even if I don't all my luck points. So that is an 11. I rolled a two. Yeah, that's gonna miss. Yeah, so figured. The you punch your fist outward. The arc lightning. We watch that charge kind of drain from the ring as the lightning comes out of out of the ring and at this individual. Um, but he, uh, because of your guess, who's in range now? It registers that you're there and kind of just leans back just enough that the lightning zips past him and into the dirt. Well, fuck you. That was supposed to be cool. Um, I have movement left. I think I'm good right there. I'm not gonna move. Uh, next up is the last of the Banderhobs. And so, so this Banderhob, uh, it pops forward just a little bit, and you watch a repeat of what just happened, uh, to the other halfling as, um, this this frog's tongue launches out, catches the the male halfling, um, and then pulls him closer as the banderhop chomps down on him. And it's the same thing. Husband and wife are in two different frogs, and both of them just have their bottom half just dangling out of it. And then it's going to move a little bit further away from the campfire. Um, that's it for its turn. As the Spanderharp starts to uh, move away, all of you hear um, some loud crashing sounds um, as something large comes through the trees. And it sounds like it's coming from either side of this clearing. Um, and, And by something large, I mean something very, very large is coming crashing through these trees. A couple of somethings. And stepping out into the open you see a pair of, on either side of the clearing, one near you, Aryan, and the other one near the rest of everyone a pair of very, very large ogres come stomping into the clearing Um, these ogres are covered head to toe in what looks like some fashion of uh, ramshackle wooden armor one of them has a, a big shield um, on on its left arm, and both of them sitting seated atop their shoulders um, have this small parapet, um, a, like a little, almost like a royal's car, uh, like if a, a like a carriage almost, um, that slightly covered little pavilion of sorts on uh, on their shoulders, and peeking up from over the top of these miniature fortresses, you can just barely see the tops of the heads of what you assume to be goblins as these two very large um, ogres let out a roar.